1: we Panther fans who want to keep pounding. We're the, 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 the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This, this, is, this, this, this is Views from Main Street. Now, here's your host Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to yet another rousing rendition of the Views from Main Street podcast. Your home. For all the Carolina Panther football talk you can handle, and then a little bit more. My name is Rob Brown, host of The Rob Brown Show in Greenville, South Carolina, right in the heart of Panther country. And of course, joining me as always, my co host, my partner in crime, they call him the great one, Lonzo Reitzel here as well. And Zo, it hasn't happened since the creation of this pod. Three Mondays in a row. Because one was on the bye. We open talking about a win as the Cats go up to Seattle and knock down the Thunder Chickens in a big win up at Lumen Field. Uh, You know, it's one that you and I both said we believed, we thought that Carolina was more than equipped to go to Seattle and get a win. There were some conditions that you and I both set. Saying that if they X, then they will win. If they Y, then they will win. Those conditions, for the most part, by and large, uh, were met. That was, I think, combined with the Tampa Bay L to San Francisco. And we're going to talk about that coming up in a minute. But that game, a win on the road, as far as I am concerned, Zoe, uh, told me that we are officially in the hunt for the NFC South. It is no longer a, well, let's win a couple and we're going to need a lot of help. Despite being a game back of Tampa Bay, we are only a game back of Tampa Bay. And one of those two teams is actually playing better football than the other right now. And I think even those who aren't silver and blue fans would be looking at this now and going, Carolina's playing better football than Tampa Bay right now. Uh, This division is very, very much up in the air, and we're the team that's playing better football at this point.
0: Wow, where did this team come from? This was, I mean, from from the opening play, it's like, hey, they want to win. They look like they want to win. They're doing everything they need to do, running the ball, playing great defense, playing smart Quarterback play I did just so many things that went well it was just not just that but the tenacity uh, the drive the adrenaline those guys were out there flying around like they knew they were going to win that game and we've only caught glimpses of this throughout the year but this is the first time that we've seen it for almost an entire game what a fun game to watch too.
1: Here's the thing that impressed me most about this team in this game was the fact that Carolina opened up a 20 to nothing lead, right? Seattle then went and scored 17 unanswered and made it a one possession game with a field goal. Now that is a spot that I think traditionally in the past Lonzo, we would have panicked, right? I think traditionally in the last couple of years, that's a spot that we would have sat back in the chair and went, all right, well, here comes the meltdown, right? Like this is this is where we all fall apart. This is where everything falls apart from the middle outwards. And that's not what happened in this one. In this one, they racked up 17 to get it within a field goal. We went out in the fourth quarter, found another touchdown, found another field goal. Even though they were able to put seven up on the board in the fourth, we did more than enough to end up winning that game by six. Uh, a a spot in which I think a lot of teams, frankly, would have melted down. This team reached down, found some intestinal fortitude, and went out there and got the daggum thing done, Lonzo, which I'm I'm very happy with because I, I think in a lot of spots in the past, we would have been in trouble with the team storming back like Seattle did, but we were not on Sunday
0: admittedly there were some concerns near, you know, near the end of the game when the Panthers drove it down there to like, I think the five yard line, 10 yards, somewhere in the red zone. And instead of running the ball really close, decided to throw the ball a couple of times. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's where the meltdown happens. Uh, The defense has been susceptible to big plays all year long. And that's, that's what, how they scored those 17 points to come back. And it's like, okay, here's, here's, here's where the Panthers are going to, to give it away. And they went for it on fourth, got it. Then went for it on fourth again, did not come away with zero points. And it's like, okay, now, now, see how I was just going to drive down and win this game. And, uh, you know, after all they've done so well and they didn't, um, They did get enough points to where they could do an onside kick, and J.C. Horn was out there to to pick that off. And there you go, game over. And the Panthers win two in a row and win one on the road for the first time this year. And you shouldn't be able to say win one on the road for the first time this year and are still in contention to win. It shouldn't be mathematically possible, but it is.
1: Uh, It is is not only – Uh, mathematically possible, even down a game, based on what we saw out of Tampa, who got absolutely demo-jobbed by the 49ers, and based on the fact, because it wasn't just that we went to Seattle and we were playing for our playoff lives. The other aspect of that is that we went to uh, Seattle and they were playing for theirs, right? Like they were in a spot where the rest of the NFC, well, San Francisco is starting to pull away from them three, four five weeks ago. Everybody was talking about how Seattle was the surprise team in the NFC. And, and Gino Smith was a comeback player of the year award potential winner. And Gino was a league MVP award winner. and, you know, I got a lot of respect for Geno Smith and what that guy has done this season, but we went in there as, as uh, three-and-a-half-point dogs. We went in there being told that between weather and atmosphere and all this, that this was a game that a lot of folks thought was going to prove that Carolina was only a team being discussed because the NFC South is a dumpster fire. And don't get me wrong, it is, but... This team, if you took this team and you looked at what they accomplished Sunday versus what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers accomplished, or should I say did not accomplish on Sunday, even with Tampa having a one-game lead, looking at what the schedules of those two teams have coming up, and even with Detroit playing better football sitting there ahead of us, um, you've got to think right now, I suspect, that Carolina would be the team that you said looks more like a divisional winner at this point, going up to Seattle against the San Francisco team that had a real good start to the season, against the San Francisco team that was also playing for its postseason lives in the NFC South or the NFC West, pardon me. Um man. Like all of a sudden, Lonzo, I'd say Carolina looks like the 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 team that you would most expect to walk away with the NFC South. And while I am saying that, remember about two weeks ago, I went and I pulled the odds in Vegas for divisional winner. Uh, three weeks ago, the Carolina Panthers were dead last as far as Vegas odds to win the South. We were behind Atlanta. We were behind New Orleans. And we were way behind the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If I recall correctly, Tampa Bay was like minus 400. And Carolina was plus 2200, right? Check this number out today, Zoe. Tampa Bay has backed up to minus 325. And the Carolina Panthers are now paying 4-1 to at plus 400. Atlanta is plus 1,000. The Saints have dropped to plus 3,300 at this point. Carolina has cut their odds of winning the division down by about plus 1,900, plus 2,000, something like that, plus 20 to 1. Uh, This game and this win has got the Vegas bookies looking and telling you what I told you three weeks ago that I was shocked that we were plus twenty two hundred or better. and with a couple of wins against Denver and Seattle, both of which were very possible, I thought we would jump way up on the odds, and Zo so hashtag nailed it.
0: Well, if you are someone listening to this podcast repeatedly, which you should, and and uh, you know this should be uh, appointment listening. Maybe you uh, put a little money down a couple of weeks ago and and probably might be feeling pretty good right now. Um, Also, when it comes to the Tampa Bay thing, this is causing repercussions across the media spectrum. People are so flustered and upset that that TV duos are about to break up and things over defending – uh, Tom Brady and some of us are enjoying his demise because, you know, it's over and he'll still be okay. So, I mean, you know, his legacy's fine. It'll be okay. But if the Panthers play like they're playing now, uh, uh, yesterday, they play that way, the rest of the way, it's looking pretty good. It's looking
1: real good. We have talked about it and we will talk about it again. Tampa Bay, a much tougher road to hoe. Uh, they have got Cincinnati left ahead of them. Uh, they have got obviously Carolina once again, left ahead of them. Uh, we on the other hand have now, again, it looked a lot better a few weeks ago, but Detroit left ahead of us, which is a win. We get another crack. Uh, we have got another crack at Tampa Bay as well. And if the Tom Brady that needed a miracle to knock off the saints two weeks ago, and then went to San Francisco, and once again, Lonzo is single-handedly keeping the Microsoft tablet business propped up with the destruction that he wreaks upon electronics on the sideline. If that Brady shows up against Carolina and the offense with the identity that showed up against Seattle shows up for Carolina – There's your one game right there. There's your one game right there. Everything else, Carolina takes care of business, and they've got a real opportunity here. Uh, Listen, if you, a couple of weeks ago, when Rob said that I thought plus 2,400 was the best dark horse value of a division winner anywhere in the NFL, but you went, hey, look, I don't bet on my own team, right? Rob Brown has a few rules of gambling, one of which is do not bet on your team because no matter how hard you try, you cannot dissociate your heart from your head when you're trying to make picks. But Rob Brown put a couple of coins down on Carolina plus 2,400 to win the division. That same bet is now plus 400, and there is a reason for that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, It was a Tom Brady meltdown. It was not asking Sam Darnold to do so much. It was relying on the run game and relying on the defense to get it done. And we're going to talk about some of those numbers coming up here in just a minute. But all of the things that we said we wanted, don't ask Sam Darnold to do too much. Run the hell out of the football and let the defense pin the ears back and go disrupt. So all of those things happen. And Carolina is now a game off the divisional pace.
0: So if you would have watched Steve Wilkes' press conference after the game, dude was out of breath and emotional, totally different than what you normally get from Mr. Calm, Cool, and Collected. And it was uh, refreshing and also a little scary. It's like, okay, this dude really wants to win. Of course he's playing for – he's coaching for a job. He really wants to win. But he did say something about tanking. And I believe the word was institutional tanking, which made it sound like uh, the team was trying to tank. And then a reporter called him on it. And he's like, no, this is the the voices that they're hearing outside. And it it very well may be, be what he meant, that they're hearing all these voices about they can't do this, they can't do that, they're tanking and all this kind of stuff. And then he said, these guys want to win. You can see they want to win. They want to win really bad. Um, but when he said that, it's like, okay, someone needs to ask him that question, and they did. And I think he covered it well, and I think he probably meant it, meant it that way. Uh, but maybe he did. not Maybe there's a little more to that. I, I, maybe we'll find out later. Maybe we won't. But, of course, the players hear all these voices outside about how they're not really trying to win and how uh, – You know, you're getting rid of coaches, you're getting rid of players, and they're getting paid to do a job, and they went out and did that job pretty well Sunday.